0: Log Talk Radio. Lock talk radio. Live from Los Angeles, the win without competing show with Dr. Arlene Barrow, host and creator of the Right Fit Method, the key. To professional and personal success. Now let's join Dr. Arlene. Thank you, Virgil. I'm delighted that you're joining me today on Win Without Competing. This month marks our fourth anniversary on Blog Talk Radio. Our high quality content has earned us the recognition of a featured show. I want to give a shout out to Marissa Frickman, my engineer who started Win Without Competing with me. Marissa never misses a show, never cuts off a guest, and never cuts off me. Way to go, Marissa. We're all awaiting the results of the November 4th election. Finally, on November 4th, we will know our next president, Obama could be rehired or fired. Romney, unemployed, could be hired. For more than a year, we've been watching a presidential job interview extraordinaire. Every time the candidates appear in public and speak, we form an impression. Even if they don't speak, we remember how they looked. And, of course, the debates. In the first debate, Romney emerged and Obama retreated. Who is the real Romney? Who is the real Obama? Two new personalities emerged. Romney was presidential, dynamic, and passionate. He demonstrated his knowledge of the issues, exuding confidence and conviction. He presented his own presidential brand. Obama, on the other hand, retreated into the shadows, allowing Romney to take charge. He cowered in the corner like a child, not looking at Romney Bowing his head and grinning. Obama looked as if he finally realized that he had a serious presidential contender. That apparently frightened him. Did he believe prior to the to the debate that there was no contest between him and Romney? If so, was he suddenly surprised to meet his contender face to face after battering him with ad attacks for months? Is the real Romney the debater? If so, he is ready to walk into the White House. Is the real Obama the debater? If so, he needs to return to the White House and start packing. We cannot have a president who crumbles under pressure. Is that what's happening now in the White House? Note to job seekers. If if you have been at a, had been at a corporate job interview, Performing as Obama did during the debate, you would no longer be under consideration for the position. In the same situation, Romney could have been hired. Think carefully about what I'm saying. Let's look at last night's debate. Both candidates were aggressive. The real question is, do we know what each candidate will achieve in the next four years? As a branding and hiring expert, I see Obama's brand as weak. He stated that he had not accomplished everything that he had promised four years ago. Moreover, he could not fast forward us to the next four years with a plan, which would achieve the results we need on domestic and foreign issues. Romney, on the other hand, showed a strong grasp of the issues demonstrating knowledge and advancing solutions. It's up to each one of us to pick the president that we think is our right fit. Think about results. Which one in your mind can produce the right results for you? What we can learn from the debates is what to do and not to do during job interviews. Here are three job interview strategies. One, focus on finding out what the employer needs you to accomplish and present your plan to achieve those accomplishments. Both candidates needed to do this. One did, one didn't, and even the one that did, we could still use some more information. Two, eliminate distractions. The array of possible distractions is amazing. For example, last night Obama tried to distract us from his missing plan by pointing to Romney's deficiencies from his perspective. That was a strategy so that we wouldn't focus in on him. Did that work for you? Then, of course, we have appearance. I don't think anyone would say that our candidates didn't look good. There's one little detail that disturbed me about both. Obama had a red tie on, but it was a deep red. It wasn't warm and inviting. Romney's tie was a kind of a blue color, might even have been a little aqua. One can never tell on my television. But both ties didn't have enough warmth to them. How could we get warmth? Listen closely. Red with some orange and no purple. Think about it. That's what the men should be wearing. Do you remember Jimmy Kimmel on the Emmy Awards show? without his pants uh, and revealing short socks. I must add this distractor. Yes, I'm diverging from the debates, but I can't resist myself. I hope you saw that show. His pants were down. He revealed short socks. If he had been a candidate on an interview wearing pants and had crossed his legs, the bare legs could distract the employer. From firsthand experience, it has distracted employers. Men should wear knee length hose. When I say firsthand experience, I'm talking about my search business. I own an executive search firm called Barrow Global Search, and I've watched employers sitting across a candidate, especially men who are very well dressed and groomed, watching the leg of a man when it's crossed, checking to see whether the hose go up to the knee. Yes, employers are looking for the flawless fit and they're very ready to find exactly what's wrong. Visualize Jimmy Kimmel's socks before an interview. Point three, overcome objections before they are voiced. At an interview, you do not want the employee to pose questions that should never be asked. For example, why do you switch jobs frequently? Or, why do you have so many months of unemployment? Your resume should overcome Those kinds of objections. And of course, you must be able to do it in person at the interview and overcome those objections before they're voiced. If you're not getting interviews, ask yourself Does my resume contain either or both objections? If you have it handy, pull it out. Give it a quick look now. Firing, promoting, and hiring you. The last quarter of the year is the season for firing, promoting, and hiring. If you think that your job is secure, think again. By the end of the year, someone else could be sitting in your chair. Of course, I hope not. But at the same time, we need to be realistic. What should you do and not do right now? If you're employed or unemployed and searching for a new position, either, it doesn't make sense, it doesn't matter really for this particular situation, you should accelerate your search, targeting early to mid-January to start your new position. Don't allow the upcoming holiday season to distract you from forging ahead. Many make the erroneous assumption that the last quarter of the year is not the right time to search. To the contrary, this is the time of year that is bustly, as bustly as it's going to get. Next, evaluate your resume to determine whether you have a distinct, intriguing, and recognizable brand to attract employers' attention. In a 30-second glance or less, it's just a fast look, brand, no brand, next, it's very fast. Either they understand in a short period of time who you are and what you can do, or they don't. If they don't, they move on to the next resume. Assess your communication skills, including your ability to read between the lines when speaking with employers, and convincing employers to hire you. If you're employed, you should not walk away from your job unless you have another position. Goodbye packages don't last forever. Do not assume that you will capture the right fit job quickly. I can't begin to tell you how many people continue to leave their jobs without having another one lined up. Even in this economy, that's what people are doing. They don't understand that it could take them six months, a year, or longer to find the right fit job. Money goes very fast. Now, what should you be doing? The end of the year is coming. What? Well, happen which we hope will not is downsizing does your employer really know what you've accomplished for them they don't unless you've told them so what should you be doing right now write a report detailing your accomplishments not what you do let me repeat your accomplishments is not what you do Your accomplishments are what you achieve. If somebody tells me they've worked for 30 years, my question is, what have you accomplished or achieved during that 30-year period? Think carefully about what I'm saying. In your report, focus on impact, results, and achievements for 2012. Submit that report as soon as possible to the person to whom you report and other key decision makers. This report could help you retain your position as well as set the stage for a promotion. I've helped many people across the country create these reports and the results have been amazing. Not only Can it prevent downsizing or reduce the risk of downsizing? But also, it sets the stage for a promotion. Lastly, arrange a time to discuss your 2012 achievements with the person to whom you report. It's very important to walk that person through the report and hear feedback on your performance. You might think that you walk on water. The question is, does the employer? Next steps. This is the home page of my website, winwithoutcompeting.com. That's the website for my book and many other things. And of course I have more websites as well. There's a lot to do on this home page of Win Without Competing. This is what I suggest. Watch the video of the wise job-seeking cow. Find her lovable, then click on contest, and you will have an opportunity to name the wise cow who believes she's a video star. So she says, have a look, see what you think, and create a name that matches who she is. Curious about your brand? Click on the App Store icon and use my app. I brand you for hire. Rate your brand zero to hire. No iDevice? Click on the Solution link. See where you go. You can do exactly what I'm saying in this next location without having an iDevice. Concerned about distractions and objections and how to overcome them, call in and listen to my teleseminar, How to Become the Flawless Fit. Registration is required. After you register, you will receive an email with an interactive tool that I created for you to use during the teleseminar click on the teleseminar link on the homepage to learn more eager to soak up more information about my right fit method listen to my radio show at drbarro.com that's drbarro.com to contact me about branding coaching or speaking email dr B-A-R-R-O at winwithoutcompeting.com or call 310-443-4277 to arrange a time to speak with me. For those that are in the greater Los Angeles area, we're located on Wilshire Boulevard in Westwood at Midvale joining UCLA. And of course, be sure to join me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. On my next radio show, I'll tell you about my in-person meeting with Alexandra Renoir, the great-grandson of Pierre-Auguste Renoir, the renowned painter. Alex was born a brand, not just a brand, a mega-name brand. The question is, how did he feel about it and what did he do with it? Remember this trigger tip. Create a distinct, intriguing, and recognizable brand to broadcast for career success. Your resume and your interview are supposed to help you sell yourself. They are ads. Are they working? Thank you for joining me today on our fourth anniversary show. Looking forward to speaking with you and hearing from you. Goodbye for now, Dr. Arlene.